In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. Oh, that song. Can I give you the background to that song, Mrs. Week? I will after I introduce the show. Welcome to the Hot Flush. The world's premier podcast for the Perryman of Borsal. You are joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my friend, Mrs. Berry. Hello, Mrs. Berry. Hi. Tell me about that song because then I'm going to tell you a little something about that song from me. Okay. I uh, was in the Jeez, kitchen. We're sensible speaking. Today, I know, aren't we? We're just very. It's a God, Sunday this is like an evening, like smooth FM. Fuck <laughs> off. Eat your heart. <laughs> Can we get return to our normal screechy voices like oh, no. toes? Yes, exactly. Uh, so last night I was making dinner and Grovey came in and was like, "I have to, I have to play you something. Can you listen to this?" And um, and I, you know, I, have, I think you'll really like this song. And I thought it was going to be some new, you know, shark. No, do 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 shark. No, do 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 do. Never think fine. Oh, you're so sweet. And then that's it. Thank you. That was very lovely. And uh, look, that was early. That was an early, in, in, an early um, in, interruption. Uh, interruption. I was going to say intervention, but that's not the right word, word either. And uh, yeah, he put that on. He played me a bit of Frank Sinatra because he thought I'd really like it. That song is special to our family because it was my stepfather's favourite song. Oh. Mm. And so at his funeral a couple of years ago um, was held in the family house in the gardens yeah. and... Um, his casket was carried by his sons and son-in-laws down through the garden to to that to that. Oh. Fly me to the moon. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's a very special. And we didn't discuss that song before we started. She just chose that song, and I thought, hmm, wow, well, that's a nice song. How's your week been? Oh my god, she's crying now for God's <laughs> sake. It's just got me a little overcome. I, you know, I am a bit tired and emotional today. But, oh my you know. god! Let me tell you, we're both like. I think we need to start. Seeing as we've been, that was, you know, such a lovely little story about Grovey and then about uh, John. about John. Let's let's stay in a romantic sort of space for a moment. And you had quite the day yesterday. Oh, I am also <sighs> loved up at the moment. I love love, and I've always been a skeptic. Um, one of our mutual friends, Mrs. Finlayson. Married for the second time yesterday, the most gorgeous man on the planet who is very much like my stepfather, John. It's uncanny oh. how he has walked into this step-parenting role like like he, like a fucking bomb and a hit. Oh, my God. And the girls were calling him dad and all this. These are my parents. And, oh, God, look at me. I'm a goosey. But, um, you know, this wedding was, it was very small. There was only about 12 of us at the bestest marriages in the yes. city. Um, and we got an Uber there, um, <laughs> a friend narrowly made the dress, my neighbour Anita made the cake. It was just really non-fussed, yeah. no over the top, none of this drama that you, that goes along with the first wedding, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, what font should we use on the invitation? She just sent like a paperless <laughs> posting, this is what's going on. It was so good and so relaxed. It's like and the second time round you have more idea of what it's meant to be about. Absolutely. It's not about show. <laughs> no. It wasn't about show, even though it was beautiful. But it was just beautiful because everybody... So when we got back to the small bar for the afternoon's celebration speeches, cake, So she just drinking, did it at a little... Yeah, just so. We just did, like, just friends, um, just the, the three of us and yep. her family and his, like, a couple of his mates and his family. Yep. 
in the city. 12 o'clock. There was no walking down the aisle. There was none of this. There was just, we all just met there and we were just, it was, then we went to the small bar and we had, and, but everyone was just so, just beaming. Mm. And it was just this weirdest feeling of no one's going to offend anyone. There's no auntie that's going to blah, blah, blah. And you've sat someone next to the wrong person because it wasn't seating. It was just mingle as you wish. And it was the best wedding I think I've ever been to. That is just... And it's love. And though that has brought me to hashtag Operation Kim and Rob Get Married, hashtag 2020. <laughs> 2020? Jesus, we're That's already... next year. Yeah. So, and because I never really thought about this before today, before what happened yesterday. I was like, oh, you don't need to get married. And you really don't. You don't. Mm. But, geez, watching these two get married yesterday was just... Heart bursting stuff. Oh. And he cried during his vows oh. and during the speeches. Um, he was so he's just beautiful he's and a good man. Oh, I just I'm all full of love, Kim. You you're loved up. I'm loved up. How was your week? Well Okay, this is okay. <laughs> okay. Strap yourselves in, ladies and gentle friends. From that from the, from those sort of, you know, wafty heights. I did two food manufacturing facility visits this week, and they were awesome. God, this is very upbeat this week. What's going on? <laughs> it was so good. One of them, like in the warehousey part, has a laser-driven um, vehicle. So instead of a guy on a forklift, this thing just moves up and down this big central corridor and gets pallets and goes and does. It was awesome. The whole thing was awesome. Barnaby Joyce would hate that. Putting good Aussies out of work. <laughs> Yeah, because God forbid we actually give the good Aussies a job, that, well, a job that has more meaning and, you know, more value and uh, actually, you know, give a job to someone who can actually develop the technology to, to build something like that. But anyway, <laughs> you know, let's well, the beggar's cup of chooses, I guess, Barnaby. Um, and, you know, when you just, it was that whole experience of, we all say stuff like, you know, kids don't know where their milk comes from. The whole thing applies to all of us. We have no idea where our food comes from. We have no idea how it's manufactured. We have no idea how it's all put together. And it's simultaneously horrifying and fascinating all at once. Because I watched organic soy milk being processed. So it was already made. It's all, I didn't see that part. Oh, no, sorry. I did Soys see. had been milked? I had seen. I saw with their little soy nipples. <laughs> I saw the. I saw the room where the um, where they were actually in the process of making. You know, this isn't a science. Rice milk. This is a science podcast. But I watched it like I watched how it roll, how it happens, and that the cartons. It starts off with a flat, big roll of cartons that then go through this machine, turned into the carton, glued, bleep, 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 and comes out the other end like that rectangular carton that we buy stuff in. Fascinating. Anyway, so that was really good. Um, I'm rolling my eyes and pretending to be asleep. I went to that, uh, those who follow my Instagram feed at All Consuming would know that I went to the doco on um, Tuesday night that was uh, about plant-based diets and was actually, the, the whole thing is actually about athletes, like you should be, supreme athletes. You should get out of this diet. space and get into being a wellness warrior. Oh my God, I could so be a wellness warrior. It'd be hilarious. Except you can't stop eating, eating and drinking. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so that was fascinating because I just sat there basically through the whole thing and you end up at the end going, right, so I have to be a vegan. I have to, I have to just eat a plant-based diet. The thing I liked about it was there were some elements which were quite 
there was a bit of little bits of sort of histrionics, you know. Little I can bits. hear people clicking away right now. Stop it! They're not. Someone even asked. One of our read listeners' questions was actually, "I want Kim to uh, tell explain more about the plant based diet thing." So all I'm going to say is You're not qualified. I can't remember. No, I'm not qualified. But now I can't even remember. Does this have anything to do with your new operation that you're on? Yes, it does. I'm coming to that. Because, so there was the Doco, right? Which basically talks what I told. And then, um, and the other highlight of the week was the school talent night. Did you have to go? Yes. Uh, And I was in that foulest mood when I got there. And then I sort of cheered up because... Um, it was a cake store? Because Rob was... No, I didn't even eat anything because we're coming to why I hadn't eaten anything before I got there. And Rob was there and then Marina and her husband Tom were there. Marina and Tom know exactly what they're doing because they arrived with a little... Hip flask. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh what all parents normally do. But I will say, you know, a good concert is a fast concert and they've worked it out. So now they just have the the school captains introduce them in blocks. Yes, and that's what mine single... That must be a new policy yeah, because ours was oh, over in 45 minutes. Well, this still went for two hours. But, oh, you know, Jesus. Like, it was the whole school, though. Oh, fuck. The highlight was a year two class that sang a song about a family of monkeys that couldn't find their coconuts. But the little bit of spice to that was that it was they sang it in German. So, <laughs> sounds hideous. Uh, so, coconuts in German is coconuts. Coconuts. Oh. Um, so, the other big news this week was it was week one of Operation Density Drop. What's Operation Density Drop, Kim? Operation Density Drop is otherwise known as I cannot be this fat any longer. <laughs> Was, Are you maxed out now? Is this as big as you've ever been? Because I don't think it is. No. Yeah, I was no, going to say, like, not. what's prompted oper- Operation Density I just, Drop? I'm just really uncomfortable. Yeah, and, you know, we are moving into and it's your moving into season summer. of loathe. Yes, it's, I'm really uncomfortable. Um, everything hurts, like, and I just think a lot of my aches and pains, all of that joint pain, I think, is coming because everything's inflamed from my autoimmune stuff. Yeah, I mean, you've got some And my autoimmune on. stuff is better if I weigh less. And so I just have had to... No, but... But do you know what? You were the inspiration <gasps> because when you quit smoking... Yep. Still going. Still going. Yep. And when you said to me, you know when you just hit that moment where you just don't want to do it anymore? Yeah. And we all know, those of us who have addictions or issues of any sort like that... You all know what I'm talking about. Oh, and everyone's and what, like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. And you're yeah. just like, in there, fuck off it, and like shoving cigarettes in your mouth or yeah. shoving cake down your gob. Yeah. And we all know you have to be in that place. And sometimes it's not, I've been, you know, it's, I've been in that headspace for about 12 months mm. in but terms of, then... I've got to do it, I've got to do it, I've got to do it, I've got to do it. And then it was you saying that you'd hit that point. Yeah. And that, and that I just sort of went, I can't yeah. keep doing this. Yeah. Like, this, and is, then, this is actually not going to end well. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? If Woods is going to do it with the fags, I'm going to do it with food, and then we can just support each other. Yeah, for sure. And, then and I, if you're on our Facebook page, we want to hear, hear yeah. about this from you. What is the thing that you know that you need to change? It doesn't have to be huge either. That's no. a big thing. No, exactly. I mean, quitting smoking, I think, is fairly fucking huge. Not eating 
25,000 million calories a day is quite huge. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was Rob's brother used to smoke and he was a, like, he was a multiple packet smoker a day. Yeah. And he just stopped one day. Yeah, you just stop. And he just stopped. I didn't use a and he said, And he said every time he wanted one, he just said, not today. Yeah. That was it. He'd just tell himself, not today. And so, and that's what I've done all week. Whenever I've sort of just gone, if I've gone back for seconds or I've gone back, I've just gone, not today. So can you uh, explain an example of when you would have normally done that pattern of food, like gone to breakfast and ordered something or gone back to just finish the mashed potatoes or was there something that happened this week that... That was like a not today? Yeah, not today Um, moment. Oh, every morning getting my coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And because uh, well, you gotta drink coffee. Well, no, I'll get no, no, I'll get a coffee. Um, but I would, I'd get like a croissant, or I'd get a oh, muffin, yes. or I'd get yes. a, you know, I'd just get a, and I didn't, I, and I never used to do that. And then suddenly it was, and I was just like, no, not today. But because you start just equating the coffee with the croissant, yeah, and the the pleasure yeah. of eating it, and then yeah. knowing that that actually is going to take you two hours of running on a fucking yeah. treadmill. <laughs> yeah. And then stuff like lunches, like instead of getting, um, like instead of going and say getting Thai noodles or something. Delicious. Delicious. (laughs) I'll just sort of go, not today. Yeah. And, and then I'll just, and I've been taking my, and you know, I'm still in that weird, which started before I started Operation Density Drop, the Riveda thing. Yeah. Still well ensconced in that in terms of a Riveda, some Vegemite, tomato, and something this week I had I took in some hard goat's cheese like yeah. and I had some cheese delicious that was it tasty and, then I, and, and then yummy I took, and then I would have and I have two bits of fruit a day and then in the afternoons I'll have like a handful of um, dried nuts and fruit mix and I've just been doing that and I had four nights this week where I didn't have any alcohol good it's the booze man it's so the booze. and it's just... it didn't kill me and do you know what it actually did this week. And I might add, period arrived after forty-seven days. Oh, so not lucky only... you! I'm again getting mine today for the second time this month. Yeah, you only just had it like a week and a half oh, ago. No, my, my husband <laughs> even just said to me, "Like, is this just normal state of function now?" And I said, <laughs> "Would appear to be." Yes. Your 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 ovaries are just in throwdown. Oh no, I'm just gagging for another baby. Yeah. Oh well, yes. Mm. Yeah, can you do that? That'd be so good. When uh, Kim got here today, it was very... We're both a bit tired. Um, (laughs) And uh, Rob said, she's just on the edge of falling asleep or crying. I said, well, that's good because I've been um, period raging, having naprogesics (laughs) and sipping on glasses of wine while watching... Intervention on Netflix, which is my hashtag new favourite show. Okay, do we need to come back to we that? Are we are coming back to that. that. We've put it on here. Intervention mm-hmm. is when you watch um, like serious alcoholics and drug addicts and like foodies and all of that stuff get intervened oh. by their family. So I thought it was quite good because I was just sipping on my wine with my nap producing high watching Intervention all afternoon <laughs> on my bed. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're all good here. But uh, when you did come and we're all very tired and I think, hurry up. And then we ate a whole entire wheel of Dutch smoked cheese. Oh. 
<laughs> and we're getting our way, working our way. You're not touching that, actually. No, I really like bullets, but do you know what? Like, I'm just looking at. Uh, see, I'm in. I'm still in that. Holier, I would be watching I'm you. I'm in that holier than thou face. And I would be normally watching you, just like hand to mouth, hand to mouth, yeah. hand to mouth. And I put them in front of you, and then you told that story, so I've moved them away from you. Yes, now. thank you. Um, um, so uh, I'm Mr. also Wu- being very considerate of our listeners who just can't stand it when we eat. Oh. And Mr. Wu, who's extraordinarily hungover. Because he does love a wedding. He loves yes, a party. He does. He, he gets socially very anxious before a gathering. Once he gets there, he's everybody's best friend. Like, and, <laughs> oh, my God, he's hilarious. So he got up this morning and did some gardening just to, like, self-flagellate her right. behaviour. And so by the time Kim got here, he was so excited. He was. He came running like, up to me like a puppy running dog. Running up saying, can I take you guys on a tour of the gardens? And because I had just gone on the tour of the garden, but I said, look, I've only got one minute. So he took them around and they talked. He talked about every plant and the history of every plant. And then I heard you say this. I've never seen a variegated bromeliad before. (laughs) And I yelled out the backyard, you're fucking losers. (laughs) She did. We could hear her cackling from inside. I have. Oh, I've never seen a variegated bromeliad before. Well, what was happening when that was going on was I'm sitting here writing the notes for the show going, hurry up, because I don't have an hour left in me before I fall asleep I know. In tears. I was doing notes. I was writing my notes. I actually wrote, see, look, I wrote notes today. I wrote them in the car on the way here because I made Rob drive because I'm just so tired. Um, what is a variegated brom- bromeliad? Well, like a variegated leaf is not is one that's like on, green I'm actually going to put this on. Um... Green and white or green and yellow. Um, so they're different. A mottled leaf. And that bromeliad has a mottled leaf. And I've never seen that before. She's teasing me mercilessly about me being interested in a variegated bromeliad. I've never seen one before. They're very interesting. What are they? Well, a bromeliad is a type of plant and it means its leaf is mottled in colour, not just green. You're such a fucking loser. (laughs) She's teasing me mercilessly about... Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, so... uh, In the news this week... Yes. Was there anything in particular that caught your mind? Uh, Yes, Tabitha. Swift was booked to come out to the Melbourne Cup. I heard which that. Which would have been very excited for you. It was. And when it was announced just two days ago, the flats and tickets went up because yes. a lot of people thought this is cheaper than going to a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Plus you can get pierced. Plus you can get dressed up. Plus, yeah. like, you know. That's a win, 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 win. You can shag some stranger in the and back of the day. And what's happened? Of course, all the animal rights activists have gone up in flames, saying nut to the cup movement swung back in. Oh. And all of a sudden, her management has said, oh, we got the schedules wrong. Which is absolute rubbish. Because wow. she would have been in talks about a year over this oh, contract. Easily. She was getting two songs, $500,000. The guy putting together the deal is a friend of hers. Um, oh. So it's a p- bit of a PR disaster. And as... Um, my, my friend and yours, Mrs. Uh, Wright, said on Sunrise this morning, it's like a poison chalice now. Whoever takes that gig on hates horses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how do you do that? So I'm going to put you and I forward <laughs> to sing Top of the World by the Carpenters. Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it for the air, for the airfare and the free ticket and lunch. Really? Yeah. No, I'd, I'd want more than that. Oh, hotel accommodation. <laughs> But is that a, what do you think? Was she right to to 
have that problem because it's bullshit that that there's like her schedule would be down to the like yes yeah so yes. it's not like oh oh i checked the diary and i got the dates wrong which is what my excuse would legitimately be this is it's well, but you see taylor swift is very um she's talking to her audience though you see but her audience are also very much online and so a lot of this stuff came online also she's never mentioned that she's been um, an animal rights activist. Who cares? Bored now. Oh, okay. I'm not that. I'm not that. I do, there are some some things that I do quite like. A couple of songs on her new album, but the, it's not as great as Red or 1989. Um, uh, my favourite news story this week. Yes. There was a guy in New Zealand who was made redundant, mm-hmm. and then when you have to go to your talk, like your exit mm-hmm. thing, you're allowed to take an advocate. So he took a professional clown who made balloon animals throughout the whole session. <laughs> That's sensational. And apparently they had to stop a couple of times because they couldn't hear each other over the squeaking of the balloons. Is oh, that just not the best thing you've ever had? The best. <laughs> well, did you hear about oh, the... I just love that so much. Did you hear about the girl from out west who was a young sort of 19, 20-year-old who applied for a job at Aldi? In a group interview, um, no, not in a group interview, but just for a CV, and they said, yeah, you are not um, successful at this time. Yes. And then she wrote back, I reject your rejection. And they wrote back and said, okay, well, we'll see you at the group interview. And she got the job. <laughs> because why should you take that lying down? Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm. Hey, I want to ask you a question. Yes. And I'm writing a story on this. Yes. Why is day three the new day two? I don't know. I don't know. Explain to our friends. So when my period decided to arrive this week after 47 days. Yes, we talk about our periods on this show. It's called the hot flush. It's got pink background. Uh, (laughs) um, Oh, that's the other thing we need to talk about. I'll come back to that. Well, this is Um, part of my story that I'm writing. Right. And uh, so it could have been 49 days, actually. Anyway, it arrived and normally... What happens is mine arrives and then it really arrives. And then I have this day of just absolute monumental flooding. And then the next day it sort of drops off and then it's all done and dusted by day four. It's, it's hard and fast. And then this week, I don't know if it's because it was, it had chucked, you know, it had waited for a while. I don't know. But There's some force behind it, I suspect. But, after day one and day, days. but days one and two were, nah. And then day three, I, I, I came in like a wrecking ball. I got in the shower and I literally just got in the shower. I went, like, I was just going, holy, don't you shush me. Who's that? Casting. It's got shushed by my son. Off you go. Mummy's working. And he's deaf. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and so I actually thought, oh, okay, all right, well, you know. Yeah, bring it on. So. Roll out the bing guns. Ta- tap on in, pad in, dressed. Black pants. Let's go. And we got to the bus stop and I went, well, that's the end of the tampon. <laughs> and I was just like, and, and ladies and a couple of gents. There's like, there's a good hour to go on that bus. And then there's from the bus, then from, you know, then there's another train and then a walk. So it was like, oh boy, come on, Pad. You better, you better, you really, 
you're going to earn your, earn your keep today. <laughs> like, dude, I literally got to work. Did and you barely... walk sideways like a crab with your I, knees together? I literally, like, just got, I got to work. I literally just went in, put my bag down, went to my, you know, medicinal, medicinal drawer at my desk. And just, like, got, got things, just went straight to the bathroom. No time for salutations. <laughs> Nothing to see here. We have sanitations. Oh and, that, and then it was, like, every hour and a half. Oh, yeah, shit. It was like, wow. Shit. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, you know, it I wasn't know, painful. You know, it wasn't painful. It wasn't, you know. I wish you wouldn't talk so much about it. But you know what? You've got to talk to your girlfriends about this because it's shit. Yes. And then that whole thing about the ad campaign where they used red oh, dye. So yeah, we had and 600 complaints to this, uh, the Advertising Standards Bureau because they showed uh, blood to be red. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, do you know like, what? People are idiots. This is this is where we just have to accept that people are idiots. There are so many idiots out there. Um, how many people do you, love how pe- many people, people do you reckon watched RPA and then would ring and complain because they saw um, people in pain? Zero. Or they saw like people like you know they saw blood. Like how many on people because they wanted victims. to bring an American mm. singer to sing at a horse race? Yeah. We're all fucking got too much time on their hands. Well, writing a letter. Did you write a letter this week? I did not write a letter this week. Well, I was talking to my mum last weekend. I went out to hang yes. out with mum. And I explained to her that we are now of the age of writing a letter. Yes. Yes. I haven't written a letter today. This week either. Um, the Bachelor. Okay, I know you don't watch it, but I have to touch on it. Chelsea won. The one with the hot body who had the brain and the sexy... Ruta didn't win and then she got sex like slut shamed because she was like gyrating on The Bachelor. Yeah. And like like I wanna have sex with you and all this stuff, which is you know, when you're twenty three. And it's the bachelor. Isn't that what you're meant to do on The I Bachelor? Know. So now she's had all this death and hate. Oh mail. my god. So Don't hang on a minute. Slut. We have a show that is completely completely Based on physicality. Yep, and looks and completely demeaning to any concept of love that does not involve... A size 8. Yep. Pretty. Yeah. Dental nurse. And so, (laughs) yeah. And you have that and then you turn around and go, ooh, gobble, 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 that's just a... I mean, it's the most popular show of the year. (sighs) Who was telling me the other day that they weren't... So many people tell me about that show and about how that they're just every every single fibre of their being is against a show like that, and then they just happened to somehow their daughter was watching it or their friend was oh yeah, yeah happened to catch shit. ten minutes of it yeah. and then that was it. And they were and in they're an expert. expert. And I love like, Love yeah. Island's coming back on. That's a much oh. better show. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember when I was obsessed? Do you remember when I was obsessed with Love Island? Oh, God, it was only, like, it was only two months ago. I it's not know. like you know. And my whole um. My whole life revolved around it. Mm, shut up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. You know. What's on your list? <sighs> Do you know what I realised today? There are just three core things on my list that just rotate in Slow terms walkers. of eminence. Bad drivers, people who drive. Like even on the way here today, someone just sat on sixty the whole way along the Waycurse Parkway. The the speed zone along there is eighty, sixty. Right. So bad drivers. People on public transport. I don't, I don't know what happens to people on public transport. Like, I tell you what, if you want to have a good experience on public transport, catch the um, the rail from Chatswood to Rouse Hill. If you ever want to go to the cemetery out there. Yeah. 
Everyone's happy on that public transport and no one smells. You know why? It's brand new. It's brand new. Also, Hills District, God bother us. So, yeah. you know, they tend to wash. Except, I have to tell you, sitting next to me on that trip last Sunday yes. was a, a lady and a man um, who had the sign with a new baby saying, please don't kill me, I love you. And she was off to the anti-abortion oh. And then my son sitting next to me saying, what does that mean? And I said, well, that means, and then gave the whole thing a big explanation about pro-choice and women's and how this sort of propaganda, uh, like a cute little Chinese newborn baby, yeah. uh, please don't kill me, I love you, with like little love hearts. I just, I just can't, I can't even formulate words to like come back to that. Um, so public transport people are on the list, anti-abortion people are on the list. I think this is the thing that's really annoying me the most at the moment is, which has been annoying me for probably the better part of the last decade, but you know, it comes to the fore every now and then, is this, like, why is everything so binary? Why is it you either you, you you either believe in abortion or you don't? You either believe in war or you don't. You either Wait, believe I mean, in I don't believe you either believe in like um like um government assistance or you don't. Like why? Like I don't believe that you should get thirty nine weeks pregnant and then go. Mm, nah. <laughs> you know I, I I don't no think that. But I do know, having had an abortion myself when I was young, yeah. that I'm so glad that I had that option available to yeah. me. I was overseas and I was 22. I didn't want to have a baby. My life would not have turned out no. you know, the way. Like, it would have totally, like, I wouldn't have married Mr. Wood. Like, there's absolutely everything that would have changed my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. But I had access to that. It just... I just, it's the thing that really annoys me the most. And I remember like listening to, someone was talking about Penny Wong when she was um, in the Gillard government and she was trying to navigate and negotiate the, um, you know, the climate change sort of agreement. And she actually said then, like the Libs sent her someone like Greg Hunt and she literally laughed at him and told him to get out and mm. then rang Malcolm Turnbull and just went, can you just just send me a proper politician? Like, send me someone who can... Someone who can negotiate. Like, I don't, I'm not talking to someone who, who has it's no... It's a waste idea. of time. And, waste of money. And the notion that we have no... We have lost that complete ability to negotiate mm. and to understand that... But to that, cut through all the political bullshit and all the niceties and actually get the job but, done. But this is the thing, right? You can't... As soon as we start to think in terms of win and loss, then we've, then everyone has lost. Mm. And that's what we do now. And it's just... It, it really slays me because it's like... We're, we're actually not going to progress anywhere. Oh, I've given up all hope. I really have. Do you know who's on my list? Paul, Paul fucking Murray. Who's that? Paul Murray, who used to be a really cool guy on the radio, and now he's turned into a total uh, right-wing moron on 2GB. Oh. And, and he's out of our ilk. He's our age. How can you be like that at our age? I don't know. But I think he's looking at... Um, Stepping into... To Lawsy's... Golden microphone because geez, he doesn't look well. Anyway, so Paul Murray, he used to be really cool and he used to be really sort of, um, you know, balanced. 
And then something's happened to him and now he's worked out that he can probably make more money out of being a sensationalist. Anyway, open the page today. There's bloody Scott Morrison. There's bloody Donald Trump. And there's Paul Murray all giving the camera the thumbs up from the Oval Office. What the... What? Snivelling little prick. What's he doing there? He's a little brown noser. (laughs) And he is. He's shorter than me. Wow. Anyway. But uh, it's sad because he used to be he used to be cool. You know what I mean? Like you know, he used to enjoy listening to someone. Like wow. people used to enjoy listening to us before we kept on about variegated bromeliads <laughs> and plant based meat products. Speaking of which, you were a judge today. You might as well have been Master Chef <laughs> Gary <laughs> with the ears, Corumbalus or whatever his name is, the guy who ripped off all these. People, tell the punters about the unusual. I've never been asked to judge anything. I know. Um, and my, I was quite. I've amazing. never been awarded anything either. I have never won an award. Um, my friend, narrowly, she's won Miss Granny Applesmith of Eastwood back in 1987. <laughs> 1987. But you today had quite the score. Yes. So Burger Palooza was on, which is a big burger festival. It's in Parramatta in Sydney which for a lot of people in Sydney may well have been, um, I don't know, Timbuktu. Sydney siders are very snobby about where they live and how far they will travel to something. And so whenever I told people, oh, there's a burger festival, they go, oh, cool, let's go, we'll come with you. And then you go, it's it, Parramatta. And they go, oh, I'm not going to Parramatta. So, yeah. Which is anyway. exactly what I said. Yeah. So we went to Parramatta. And because I said I was coming, it was a very. And she said you're gonna have to buy a ticket. I said, oh yeah, I can throw money at a burger place. And she goes, it's in Parramatta. I thought, yeah, no. yeah. And we, um, it was really civilized. Like you know how those sorts of festival things where you've got a queue for food and oh, and and then oh you only ever hear about the really bad dodgy ones like fire, the fire festival, festival. No, but this is why, like, I hate doing things like the Sydney noodle markets. Oh no, it's dreadful. Too crowded. Expensive, ex- really cold, expensive, cold, dreadful. You have to queue and you have to wait. Yeah, and then you, and then or you then get you, it, and it's and it's subpar, and you've paid like, and you're getting bitten by mosquitoes, and there's other people, other people, and then there's nowhere to sit. So then you or have you to sit can, on the learn, on the ground where you know like a bin chicken is pissed and shat. So it's just <laughs> like, you know, it's not pleasant. It's dreadful. This, this was like in this little park in the middle of. Parramatta, lots of shade. We are not getting tables um, and chairs. Sponsorship from Sydney Festival, <laughs> just saying. What? Just go away. Sorry, oh sorry, that was Oscar. Oh Oscar, not happy Oscar. This is what he says because he now knows if he says not happy Oscar, that then I'll call him back. <sighs> oh, are you right there? Yeah, but <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so, so can, can I shade? Just, can I and... just ask you this, right? Yes. So. Can you come and judge a category of burger palooza? I would be crossing my fingers and saying, chicken schnitzel burger, chicken schnitzel burger, chicken schnitzel burger, chicken schnitzel burger. What burger did you have to judge? I judged the plant-based meat burgers. (laughs) That's not a meat burger. No. It's plant-based protein. It's plant-based protein. Well, what's another way, a sexier way, because whoever's in the marketing department is really doing them a disservice. Plant-based meat burger. Yeah. Why don't they call it vegetarian burger? Well, because 
they actually want to demarcate themselves from a vegetarian burger because a vegetarian burger can will have like um, can have potato and vegetables yeah. and stuff in it. The plant based. No, plant based is coming from like legumes, like um, you, like you, a pea protein. Like are a pea you protein. saying that potato doesn't come from a plant? No, I'm saying no. Potato is like a vegetable. It's not. That's plant based. Oh, it's not because only you. I don't have the in-depth knowledge that you do now no, that you've no, toured a facility. Fucking <laughs> hell! No, so uh, I think they just want to differentiate from like a lentil burger or a veggie burger. So they're all vegetables. Well, see, they're going to have to. Uh, well, I'm saying I'm your average punter, and if I'm not educated, they're not doing their job properly. Yeah, I don't think you're their market though. You're no. not their market. Who's their market? Um, vegans. Uh, uh, vegans are a portion, but not all. The flexitarian. I want to kill myself. <laughs> the flexitarian. What the fuck is a flexitarian? Is you sort of, you generally eat less than about 20% of meat a week. Of your diet is less 20% of the week. And it's just, you're sort of almost vegetarian, but you still eat meat, but you're actually, and you really like meat and you'll eat meat, but you're actively choosing to not eat it for other healthier options. So you'll eat a plant-based. Flexitarian would So be... you'll eat a plant-based protein burger instead of a meat burger because you're getting the same amount of fiber, you're getting the same amount of protein, but then you're not getting all of the negatives associated with eating a lot of red meat. I just think we all know too much. Oh, you need to eat more red meat with your irons. Like, oh, your irons are high. Well, like, do you know what I mean? Like, well, but this is the thing, right? This is what, like, now... Are you they... a spokesperson for these people? Are you on the take? <laughs> because you talk about this a lot these days, and I'm uh, starting to it's think because, that it's because it's... you're starting to infiltrate this, this podcast <laughs> with but Big Farmer. But this is the thing, right, is this is where it's all, this is where it's all going. Like, because it's... 80% of agriculture in the world is used to feed 12% of the world's population. And it's like, we can't yeah, sustain I know. that. That's just ridiculous. And so it has to be, okay, so how are we going to do this? Mm. And so you start looking at other ways that you can get protein that do not involve animals. And then you also look at farming methods. So you're starting to look at vertical farming rather than in a field. And and then you also start to look at cell-grown meat. And so you're looking at meat that is still meat, but it's grown from the cells of the meat. And so it doesn't involve the animal. You're just working with... So it's grown technically, you know, people if, say if you it's grown in the lab. sort of conversation, which I don't, but I am nodding and smiling because it's Kim's <laughs> new passion. Um, there was a really interesting article out today by Bill Bryson. So go and Google that to talk about this. You would really love it. If you love all that shit, Bill Bryson wrote this really great piece about the body and how just amazing it is yeah. and how um, your bones are actually stronger than reinforced concrete but only weigh seven kilos of the whole skeletal system. Like, it was fascinating. So right. you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Google Bill Bryson, go to news, and he wrote this brilliant column, yeah. to, uh, column today. And if anyone wants to ask me anything, because I'm not an expert, but if you do want some more information about this sort of area of stuff, you know, I can you – know, I don't know everything. I just know what comes to me through research papers and what new companies and new trends are doing and blah de blah blah Anyway, so I went to Burger Palooza today, and she, then I was, basically she's saying that she's not quite Sarah Wilson with the sugar thing. 
I'm so not Sarah Wilson. Can we just take one look? Like, Jesus. I don't even have skinny fingers. Um, So tell us about the contestants, what they offered. Oh, no, so so there were four different different burgers. Are these from actual restaurants? Yes. So BL Burger and Burger Head and um, two others. I can't remember. Um, Which is terrible because I should. And then we just had to try I mean, them, and then we had to what, rate them, and then we had to them. we had to rate them, and yeah, and then it so was what like, were the criteria? Can I ask? Oh no, it was just did they you know yum yeah did they taste good? Which one tasted the best? Oh okay, it was very it was you know casual. It was very casual because I did actually get the form and go. So do we need? To, are we grading them on like how they look and con- components and and they just sort of looked at me and my head their head half cocked and I went okay so just a number out of ten then. We're here just to like bring people together for a community experience. Yeah. Maybe make a bit money. Yeah. And do you know the other best thing about so there's about I think there's about eight different burger joints that you could get a burger from. But Did you have a burger? Uh no, well I did the the taste testing things. Like, you know, I did the taste testing. What about Rob? Yeah, have they had a burger? What do you have? Uh, he had two. Because they sort of came, they did them in smaller size. Oh, you know, yeah, so, so you, you could, can taste a few You could pick them, them up and yeah. carry them. Though, again, festival, not priced at a snack price. Or $12. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, right. Um, but they did have an ice cream like place that did fried ice cream. Oh, yeah. Or a chocolate with caramel sundae. sauce. Yeah, with caramel sauce. Oh. And I did, I had one. And that's the other thing with Operation Density Drop. Like, I'm not betting myself up. No. I'm like, I was like, I really want that. And I had it. It was and you delicious. Know what? Over the next course of my, the rest of my life, I guarantee you I'll have a cigarette. Yeah. At some point, and I will. Yeah. But I am not going to beat myself up about yeah. it either. Because that doesn't mean squat. My uh, my Operation Density Drop is actually just about just scaling everything back yeah. in. Can I just tell you, just cut, like, as I said, I started out by just going home. Yeah. Everything I ate, I hate, like, because I was eating massive portions. So I just ate half of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You, your appetite. I don't know. It's just, that's just me. I don't give a shit. Weight loss is boring. Um, Netflix finds. Uh, so I've talked about intervention, which yeah. is about when they get hardcore addicts in. Yeah. Like, it's so bad if you're ever sort of starting to question yourself start watching that um (laughs) hello privilege it's me chelsea which is chelsea hamlet who's one of my favorite comedians yes in america and i've just started watching this it's a series about you know questioning white privilege everywhere and you know i like that sort of shit and Shit's creek of course of course uh like if i can't think of anything i want to watch i start that from the beginning again because it's so brilliant you know that like basically now, whenever I get my hero, he's just the best. I just love him. But when I now, I basically, if I can't, I hardly watch any telly. But if I do, I literally just, I'm just on a loop of Seinfeld. Oh yeah, it's never and gets I just, old. I just keep never gets old. Just keep going through back up to season eight at the moment, yeah, about no, episode ten. I love it. I love so it. good. It's just that comfort. It's like a blanket, you know? I know. Like, you know where you're getting. You know that it's like probably dated a little bit. It's a bit naff, but you still get, I just you know, it. Kramer just... and the gang. Yeah. Julia is the reason I got into publishing. Oh, really? Yeah. It was the height of Seinfeld. Wow. Should we have time? We you didn't got... do the urban sombrero? <laughs> <laughs> So we should have a dedicated Seinfeld episode one day. I think um, we need to move on to readers' questions yes. because then I'm going to cry. Are you? I'm just a bit tired. I'm a bit tired. Do you want to? Do, should we do what are you looking forward to? 
Um, yes, I'm going to go and see Celeste Barber on Saturday night oh. with two girlfriends at the Opera House. Nice. And I'm looking forward to the end of school term at the end of this That's week. the first thing on my list, end of term. <laughs> end of term and Jasper's musical that he has been rehearsing for for the last three months. Performances start next weekend. They Good. did bump into the theatre this weekend. Bump in. Bump in. <laughs> so that's very exciting. Okay, readers' questions. There, I, and do you know what? I think uh, the way I framed it is I don't think there's many questions. I think there's just everyone telling us their hilarious experiences. I know, because you actually didn't ask for readers' questions, but you sort of wrote some stories, so then they're all sharing out. So if you're not on the Facebook group... Oh, my um, God, someone just posted their picture... <laughs> Of crumb cutlets. And look, someone has said, Andrew posted it and said, and they transport beautifully. They do. They do, God damn you all. <laughs> oh, oh, and Kathy's put up a picture saying, thanks, Mrs. Mrs. Woog and Mrs. Berry. This goes down a treat. Oh, no, there was quite a few of you. Sunday that, afternoons be like. There's a few of you that got onto the alcoholic ginger beef trend from last week. Oh. Um, since then, I actually because then I went out to Mum's after we we'd done it, and yeah. Yeah. I said, "Oh, Mum, this is so good! It's like you know." And they didn't have that brand, but they had one called Fat Pixie, and it was just sugary and oh, shit. No, so I would stick with the butter. It's got to have that. It's got to have that spicy sort of sharpness. To yeah, it. yeah. Okay, I'm just just bear with me while I actually find um, talk amongst yourselves. Um. I want to give a quick shout out to my neighbour, Anita, who runs a business called Cake and Bloom. Now, it's it's not like, oh, I make cakes for fun. Like, it's an actual... She's, like, fully legit. She's fully legit, like, has a bakery in the city, does corporates and whatever. And I said, got my friend getting married and can you do the cake? And, like, this is a special cake. It's got special meanings. And, and it's like, yep, let's do it. And so I texted her... Um, on Friday at 7.30 saying, just making sure Alex is going to keep her up the cake and blah, 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 blah. And she goes, she rings me straight away. She goes, Kate, you told me it was next Saturday. Now, this was Friday night at 7.30. Just gone. What? This was like Friday just... Just gone. For tomorrow, for yesterday? Yeah. Holy shit. Now, I didn't tell Mrs. Finlayson. No one knows apart from just us. She got out of her pyjamas, she got into her car, she drove into her commercial bakery in the city and stayed up till whatever hours making this beautiful wedding cake, of which you can go and see on the Woods World um, uh, Instagram page. So if you're in Sydney and you need a cake for any special occasion, honestly, this woman, she's so clever, but what a freaking legend. And you know Mrs. Finlayson, she would not have been impressive if I'd turned up and not go, you're <laughs> Wow. Okay, I'm just going to skim through a lot of these and maybe I'm, what I'm going to do is go and pull out the worst public transport ones because I did read one one before where some a, a gypsy in Spain, I think, was rubbing his penis on her oh, shirt, on her shoulder. Wow. That was pretty good. That's nasty. Uh, Joe says her worst public transport experience was seeing a well-groomed lady eat her own earwax. <laughs> or having to climb a fence to escape a crazed what wheeler at the station. Uh, she's seen a grown woman pick her nose with every single finger on one hand on a tram in Melbourne. Mm, that that was, sounds like she might be. That was Alison. Well. She was on the phone with her other hand. Oh, Jesus. 
Do people unconsciously just do these things, do you think? Yeah, oh, they'd have to, surely. Um, and then a lot of the phrases were very funny. I'm going to say a man about a dog. My mum used to say that. Um, <laughs> I love I love. Well, this says that her mum used to say, I'll help you pack when I was running away. So uh, when my the husband went to run away once when he was a little kid, his brother took him out the little Fisher-Price phone so he could ring for a taxi. <laughs> Um, and then, oh look, there's just some, we've just talked too much today. We had too many to talk to. How far? How far in are we? Have we talked enough? Yes, we certainly have. Um, not enough? I don't think it's not enough. It's quality over quantity. Kim always has been. Always Alice was will be. spewed on by a stranger on the bus from oh, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't want to know this stuff. <laughs> Maybe there should be a subsect of perverts. Of, <laughs> The hot flush that you like to talk about all this <laughs> bodily stuff doesn't do it for me, oh, and you know on. I don't like come it. On. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like Pauline on that um, advisory panel either. Speaking of which, oh. oh. Anyway, Sunday night we got to get this up. Uh, we hope you have a great week. We'll do one more, and then we're taking a break over the holidays. That sounds nice. Um, Kim's off to New York soon. I'm off to Singapore. Oh, we've got a travelling month in October. Um, And uh, shout out to all those who are coming with me to Phuket. We have got the best crew coming. Phuket. Um, And, yeah, sold out. Sorry. Phuket. With purr and turd. But thank you for joining us. Please go and rate us in the iTunes because that's where I basically get my kicks from these days. Because have you read the reviews lately? Yes, I have. They're beautiful. Rate us in iTunes. Um, subscribe to us, tell your friends, and as we like to say, just keep looking.